Hey, Peter. Hey. I could tell you what to practice, but what if I told you what not to practice? Well, if you happen to have a list of seven of those things, I count me in. Done. I'm Adam Manis. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to You'll Hear It, a podcast about listening and playing music better. Third I got time, it that time. Third time's a <laughs> charm, buddy. Well, I got it on the... We, we, we had a couple of false takes, which is unusual for us, but not unknown <laughs> or not unheard of at this point. It happens, man. Yeah. But no, we have a new tagline. I'm excited about that, but I'm still reading it. That's I'm ashamed to say that. Yeah. I mean, we had that other tagline for like two and a half years. So. Yeah. So it was sort of by rote, but also we went through a few iterations. I wanted to make sure we were locked and loaded on this. Locked and loaded. So I think we are, right? Yeah. Uh, and hey, let's not forget today's episode is sponsored by Open Studio. Right. Which is part of the reason we had to redo... This take, because I got so excited, I was offering something that's actually not available anymore. Yeah. But let's not talk about that. you got to stop doing that. <laughs> let's talk about all you the You almost wonder- did it just now. <laughs> I know, because I, I get excited. No, but let's talk about all the wonderful things that are available. Well, you know what's popping off over at OpenStudioJazz.com is the Piano Access Pass. If yes. If you're a pianist and you like any of our piano courses, and maybe you like more than one, it just yes. makes sense to get the Piano Access Pass. It's a very affordable subscription. It gets you all the piano courses we've ever made, plus any that we will make. And you and I just got out of a meeting planning 2020's Ooh. piano courses, and there's a lot of good stuff right. and coming I, down the pike. Exactly. And the beautiful thing about this, you can go monthly, but I would recommend you go annual because you're going to save some some ducats, as we used to say, <laughs> old school, some, some, some lamb's tongue. Uh, another way of putting that, you're going to save some money, some some euros, some dollars. But uh, you also have kind of the whole year. This is always fun at the beginning of the year. You know, we've got our New Year's resolution. So if you're, if you're thinking about learning to play jazz piano better, yep. this, I think, uh, I dare say, is is the most affordable option for you to have a lot of options throughout yeah, the year. That's right. Everything from pre-beginner with our jazz piano jumpstart yep. all the way up to the most advanced advanced jazz concepts by jeff keezer and everything in between i know there's yep. a lot of stuff so go to openstudiojazz.com and check out the piano access pass That's now right. today we're talking about uh seven things not to do when you practice we called this don't do these seven things when you practice um you know there's a lot we can talk about about what to practice and how to think uh in a positive way but I think sometimes thinking reductively, like if I don't do this, that'll probably be a good session. Right, is the way to go. Reductively, man, that's I'm gonna Andrew. I'm putting that on my list for my first new word I've learned this year. Reductively, I think I made that up. Have you ever made a reductively sauce? Like a isn't that a cooking? A reduction, yeah, yeah. Oh, reduction. Okay, (laughs) I'm gonna call it a reductively. Little white wine, little butter. Right. WWLB. All right, so uh, let's dive on in here. Yes. So the first thing not to do when you practice is to try to practice everything <laughs> you need to practice in Guilty one is charged. session. <laughs> Sometimes we get off a gig and we feel, uh, I'm going to say a little dejected right. maybe by our performance. We're like, well, I know what I need to practice. Everything. Right. I need to, I need practice. to practice drinking yeah, first. <laughs> voicing, scales, yeah. uh, time, playing out, whatever it is. <laughs> right. Don't try to hit it up all in one session. I think there was a quote from uh, Kenny Warner's book, Effortless Mastery, yes. where he actually asked Bill Evans, or someone at a party asked Bill Evans, what should I practice? And Bill Evans said, practice the least amount you can, which means the least amount of material right. in a session. right? Yeah. So try to focus on one, two, three things in any given amount of time. You're going to be way more uh, productive. It's going to stick harder. You're gonna, you might even find your way deeper into the concept or you know whatever you're practicing. So 
don't think that you have to hit the kitchen sink every single session. No. You know, and, and I think along with this is like if you kind of come up with a regular routine where you're at the at the instrument almost every day. Yeah. It, you know, you're going to be able to hit everything you need to hit over the course of a month, a year. You know, just be patient. Absolutely. And look, trying to practice everything is going to lead to burnout anyway. So that's going to work against if, if you if you commit, you're better to commit to being at the instrument every day. Yep. And over at the boot camp, we're, we're preaching that hard. Um, better to be there. I mean, could we even say better to be there five minutes a day as opposed to missing days and, and trying to practice everything for seven hours on a Sunday? I think five minutes is a little, that's a, that's a little short of time, right. but maybe like 15, but to start 15 minutes. Yeah. yeah the habit sure. of practicing your instrument every day is like, even with all the technology and the reminders and all the different things that in theory, it should be easier, modern convenience. Look, we don't have to go hunt and gather. So we should be able to practice a little bit, right? Thank God. You know, but um, but that the art of just showing up every day cannot be uh, understated, and 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 trying to practice everything is basically going to work against that. So for sure. So just avoid that. All right. So what's our number two? Our number two thing to uh, don't do, to not do when you practice, uh, is to wait until conditions are perfect. Yeah. Oh, this is the classic procrastinator's, uh, you know, dogmatic approach to like, I have to get my. My, my pencil hasn't arrived from Amazon yet, so I can't go into the practice yeah, room. The, the position of the sun through the window is kind of in my eyes. Yeah, so my, I'm my wait. I need to shave the back of my neck because it's uneven from the left and the right side. There's a new episode of The Mandalorian on. Well, that's that's actually that, that's the that's good. That's, that's not a good, that's not that's a good reason not to practice. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't yeah. seen it. No, but yeah, but I think especially we get into this like the beginning of the year where it's like I have to have the perfect practice setup. The perfect practice setup is you and your instrument and that is it. That's it. You know, that <laughs> there you go. See, you're already your, practicing yeah. over there. Um I mean, yeah, there, there's the ideal setup, there's the perfect setup, but there's also just getting it goes back to the first thing, you know, getting in front of your instrument every day. And, um, and or even waiting till you feel inspired, like just go. Oh and come on, just go to your just instrument. Just stop. Yeah, you, know? so you, you precious pianist. Just, I know your inspiration is is not going to hit. And you know, again, this just is it really as much as these all things are different. They all work against just showing up, That's getting true. in front of your instrument. All right, what do you got for number three? So our, our third thing not to do when you practice is yeah. to practice what you're already good at. Ooh. So we preach this a lot. Yeah. Don't go there and just play, you know, autumn leaves in the same key. You've been mm -hmm. playing it the same way. Yeah. Showing out the licks you can already play well. No. That's not going to cause any it's, growth. We call that no bueno. Yeah. And yeah. actually you're going to burn out. You're not going to grow at all and you're going to just get sick of it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And then you're just sort of a, you're almost like a recreational player. You yeah. know, you're just sort of playing what you used to do. It's going to eventually get worse even. You're not going to really, I mean, at best you'll sort of maintain a small little repertoire. And it's kind of a, another form of, I mean, it's better than not getting to your instrument. We'll, we'll say that. For sure. But not much. Not much. You know, I would say 85 to 90% of your entire practice routine should be things that are just out of your comfort zone. Yeah. Like you want to be pushing yourself. And you know what? The experience of pushing yourself just out of your comfort zone that is a practice in and of itself That's to be able right. to recognize that and to be able to recognize, okay, well, I'm doing this scale at this tempo with this articulation and I'm fairly comfortable. What yeah. if I did it just five clicks faster? I would be just right. a little bit outside. That's right. You know, and comfortably that, aggressive. Comfortably aggressive. That is where real growth happens. That's right. Good stuff. All right. So, number four, um, this one is I love this one. I love all these. Uh, I'm so anti-bad things, so I love these. <laughs> Number four, ignore the fundamentals for something not to do when you're practicing. Oh so gosh. this is so fundamental yeah. and foundational. Um, but this is actually a good one. Like it, Once you get in the habit of, of, of not doing these things, not ignoring the fundamentals, 
this I really believe can become sort of an automatic part of your practice. Like certain things are just, they're harder to get in the habit of doing it the right way than the wrong way. Yep. And I was looking at habits as like the, the yin and the yang of them is like, if you don't have good habits, you usually have bad habits. That's right. It's not like you're at zero. So you're actually going the wrong way. But this one, once you push it into like, like it's not actually harder to play with like, you know, good hand position or mouth position on your instrument and stuff. I mean, it's, it's hard when you've developed bad fundamentals mm-hmm. but once you get them and if you're lucky enough to have kind of developed good ones that's kind of all you ever know but it but it becomes like a snowball effect it affects so many parts of your playing that it's a beautiful thing so that's right if you're a pianist and you just spent you know a good portion of your practice routine working on solid fingering or you're a saxophone player and you worked on your embouchure a trumpet player you worked on you know some long tones yeah uh you would see a greater improvement in your performance right because that's when fundamentals really kick in right is when you're on the bandstand like it's easy to just play things that are super out or hard or whatever or you know it's like uh, i'm going for these high level things all the time and you get on the bandstand you can't play a b-flat blues that hits anybody anyway and then you hear someone who maybe isn't doesn't know as much as you but they have these fundamentals they can connect with the music big difference good Good, good, all right number five is by the way quick thing on fundamentals mm -hmm. you know we like here at the You'll Hear podcast. We look to we like to put the fun in the mentals. Oh okay, sorry. Okay, okay. number that's five. A, go ahead. That's a shame. Go ahead. Uh, okay, so the fifth thing to don't do when you practice is to either, and this is a this is a two sided coin. Five A five B. Five A five B is to beat yourself up too much, right? Or let yourself off the hook too much. Ooh, There's I like a that. sweet spot for you're, you're this, boxing right? them in. Well, you're we're talking about in. the the human ego here, yeah. right? So. Uh, you don't. You want to be as objective as possible. Yeah. Imagine that you're watching someone else practice and how you yes. would guide them in their yeah. practice session. Gently, you wouldn't be like, "You suck." So no. I mean, hopefully, you wouldn't be like, "Get that. down and give me twenty, son." But you would also want to give something constructive. So think about that with yep. yourself. Don't beat yourself up that you can't do certain things. Of course, you can't do, do certain things. That's why you're in the practice room. That's, That's why the, we're always in the yeah. practice room. And then don't like think too much of yourself that. You let yourself off the hook for things, especially things like fundamentals, yep. that maybe aren't all together there. Try to be objective. Record yourself and imagine that you're listening to a student of yours practice and try to guide them in the best way that you would uh, someone like that. Good. Love it. Okay, number six uh, of our uh, seven things not to do when you practice. Um, this is what you shouldn't do. Practice only what you plan. Yeah, you don't want to be too rigid in there. No, that's and this is great. So you want to have a plan. So this is going to sound counterintuitive because we've often said have a plan. You do want to have a plan. But be flexible with your that's plan. Right. Go with the flow. And if you're lucky enough to get into any kind of flow state, definitely go with the flow. For sure. Don't use this to let yourself off the hook right? Um, by being like, oh, it's this isn't going that good, so I'm going to abandon it. you got to know when to push through and, and be uncomfortable. I, I mean, I think... Being uncomfortable in your practice is, is is a very important and misunderstood part of flow state, actually. For sure, yeah. Um, so there is going to be a, a, a lack of comfort because you suck and you're trying to get better. We all do. Yeah. That's why we're practicing. We're not practicing the stuff that we know. But, um, but be, be understanding and be in the moment. And number seven is going to really help with that so that you can be aware of the things that are going to be most beneficial. So when you make those turns and maybe even a U-turn sometimes, you can be doing it with your goal in mind of having the most productive practice session. Yeah, some great discoveries can happen while you're practicing something you thought you were going to work on and you, you something, a light bulb goes off and you think, oh, this is it. This is what I've been missing. Go right. with that. Right. You, know, you can go with that. It's fine. Um, all right, so number seven. Uh, oh, and I, let me just say, before you hit number seven, I thought of another one, so we're going to do a number eight bonus at I the end. I love a bonus. Yeah, I love uh, a little bonus. We'll get back on a bonus for 2020. Ow! Okay. All right, number seven, this is just... Um, 
some basic advice in general when you're trying to focus. Don't check your phone. <laughs> right. Even when you go take a break. Sometimes yeah. I check my phone. I'm, I'm guilty of this. Yeah. I'll check my phone, and then 20 minutes go by, and I'm like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so just try to maybe put your phone on airplane mode. Yeah, hold on. I've got to check my phone for uh, just a second. <laughs> no, but I mean, the thing is, you know what? Most of us are not that important. Actually, you know, it's not whatever you think is going to be coming. Turn your notifications off, first yeah, of all. Yeah, for sure. Everybody, everybody gets mad at me. And I, I, did I don't know. Years if, ago. Yeah, I don't know if you know that. I, don't, I mean, I don't. my phone doesn't even ring. People are like, you never answer your phone. I'm, I don't, I just, because I, I want to be able to concentrate on what I'm doing. So as much great information as this brings us, this is a real detriment to sleeping and practicing, I find. And that's two places I just don't bring this, you know. Agreed. It doesn't go in the bedroom, and it doesn't go when I'm practicing because it's just it's, it's going to be the biggest. You could follow all this other stuff, and if you still do that, you're kind of kaput. So, um, all so, right, well, there you go. Yeah. We, that's our seven things. And I got one more. We're going to hit that at the end. Okay. Um, but uh, as we said before, we are brought to you by Open Studio Jazz. Oh, We're yeah. so excited to have our OG sponsor back with us. And um, we've got so many exciting things. You know, we talked about the piano access pass, so we just encourage you to check in on that. Um, we have, uh, you know, a couple things came really quickly at the end of the year: jazz piano technique, jazz piano basics. Yeah. Um, so check in on all that kind of fun stuff, and uh, yeah, see what you think. OpenStudioJazz.com. What do you got to say like I that? Don't <laughs> I don't know. I'm a character. I'm telling <laughs> stories. <laughs> okay. Here's our bonus for okay. um, right. our final. Don't do these seven things when you practice. And that is, don't think about other players. Oh, yeah. Okay? A little comparison don't, syndrome. Don't think about character. Now, if you're transcribing Chick Corea, whatever, you're thinking about the music. You're still not thinking about Chick Corea, okay? Practicing is about developing and, and getting to the point where you can better tell your own story. If there's one thing I would say is the overarching um, kind of responsibility of you in every practice session is to develop Everything is in the service of telling your story. So don't be thinking about other people and aspiring to aspire to be the best you. And that's that's good enough, you know. And so many times we get into practice, like you said, at the end of the gig, like, oh, I messed this up. I want to be more like, no, remove that from your line of thinking. We are giving you permission. We will send you a certificate signed. You'll hear it if you need it. But you have no, permission. We, we, no, we, we won't. really won't. But you have permission to not think about others as you um, practice. And having your not having your phone on, that'll help. That'll help. I really <laughs> like that one. That's Dang, good. Herbie texted me again. Uh, that dude was awesome. <laughs> All right, let's do, a little, uh, let's do a little summary here. Number one was try to practice everything. These are things not to do. Yes. Number two is wait till conditions are perfect. Number three, don't practice what you're already good at. Number four is don't ignore the fundamentals. Number seven, don't beat yourself up and don't let yourself off. The hook. Number six, do not practice only what you plan to practice that day. Number seven, don't check your phone. And the bonus, do not think about others and their playing. Think about developing yourself and getting better. And until tomorrow, you'll hear it. Mm-hmm.